because of the registry, it sent me over the edge, and I went. See, I feel like there should be like divorce showers, because if you're losing half of your stuff, you should be able to recoup that through your friends. That's very true. I mean, that to me would make more sense than having a second wedding shower. Yeah. So number two. Number two. How'd you feel about number one? It was it was okay. So, like, two days later, you call me and go, so uh, when are we going to do the next one? Like, I feel like you you got more excited now. More excited and, like, I know, like, when I listen to podcasts, I look forward to, like, the next one. So, like, I don't like to go a long time without hearing one, so. I, I put out, let's do every two weeks. We can try every week. Let's Let's shoot for it and see what we do. I mean, we had quite a few people actually listen, so. Which I think surprised both of us. Yeah, absolutely. It's really <laughs> weird. <laughs> so, uh, let's, do you want to start with yours or you want to start with mine? Start with yours. That's fine. Okay. So, I don't know what yours is. All right. So, I texted you earlier. And my text oh, me- yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't remember what so it was. So, my text message said, um, God, it was so good. I've been down a lot of internet rabbit holes today. Um toaster dial i'll explain later mm-hmm. all right so i think you've got a couple of topics that are similar to this uh people on the internet are liars all of them uh, i don't know about <laughs> all of them but <laughs> i can't trust anybody anymore so i see a tiktok today that says your toaster dial the numbers on the toaster dial equals the minutes that's what i was and saying. not the brownness of your toast i always thought it was minutes i always assumed it was brownness of the toast how can you have brownness on a scale? What do you mean? like? Well, not all toasters have numbers. Oh, uh, okay. So I'm like, okay, I'll entertain this for a minute. Let's Google search it. Start Google searching. One post says it's definitely the minutes. The next post, it's definitely the brownness. I don't know what's real anymore. Well, do you have a toaster? You can try it. I do. Oh, God, that's way too much effort. <laughs> I think it's the minutes. Are you sure? I mean, no, I'm not sure. I've never tested it, but I've always thought it was the minutes. But would it be the same? Like, is one minute light, two minute, like, medium light? Oh, is there, like, an exponential development of brownness? Right. Like, at minute two, it gets exponentially more brown than at minute one? Well, if it's a brownness scale, it still can be numbered. So if you like your toast, like, Almost burnt. Well, no, but you can't do like eight minutes because then it's going to catch on fire. That's what I'm saying. But I want like a level eight brownness. Ah, uh, I don't know. Like, what is the brownness scale? I feel like the brownness scale could apply to a lot of things, but <laughs> what? Where Maybe. where do where do we start and stop, or or do we grade brownness on a scale of like A through F? Or I don't know. I don't know. I feel like we came in real hot with toast. Yeah. I like a light toast. So I only, when I do toast, I literally put it to one. How many times do you run it at one, though? Just once. I just want it, like, just barely. See, I don't trust toasters, so I'll set it to one and then do it, like, three or four uh, times until I get the one that I want. And I feel like toast is like avocados. Like. Your window is small. You get, you have a very small window of the perfect brownness. Yeah. Like you're you're under 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 eat me now bam yeah it's, disgusting it's metal yeah uh, I don't know I guess so so while I was on this escapade on the internet mm-hmm. don't ask me how this came up but somehow Thomas the Tank Engine is a Nazi or is about Nazis came up. So you said something earlier about diesels. Apparently, the diesels were the actual Nazis, and yeah. So, uh, I don't like. Can I talk about movies, or can I not talk about movies? Yeah, why can't we talk about movies? Okay, so the movie Bullet Train, great movie. Definitely need to watch it. It's a really good movie. I know your attention span doesn't really do movies, but you should watch it. It's really good. Yeah, it's weird. I can watch a two and a half hour. I, I watched a five hour podcast the other day, but I cannot watch a two well, hour. You need movie. to watch the movie. It's very good. But anyways, there's which a, which streaming service is it on? Um, I think we watched it on Netflix or Prime. I, I don't many. know which one. I don't. We have all of them, so I don't know. 
<laughs> I think it was Netflix, but it's really good. It has Brad Pitt and um, some other people that are famous. Anyways, anyways, there's a character in there, and he's obsessed with Thomas the Tank Engine. And he and his little partner, like, they're, like, they're, they're all villains. They're all, like, assassins. So his thing is he always, like, like um, categorizes each person by a character in Thomas the Tank Engine. So, like, he, this, the, the girl who was, like, really, really bad on the train, he was, like, she's a diesel. Like, total jerk. Total piece of crap. Like, that's a diesel. And then I don't know all the characters because it was, like, Thomas, Diesel. There's Henry. There's one that's, like, an older, like, a wiser, um, kind of like a grandpa type. He he did that, too. And he had these little stickers, these little Thomas. We always called it Thomas the Train, but he called it Thomas the Tank Engine. So, it originally, so this I found this out, too. Originally, it was Thomas the Tank Engine. It's then a, it became Thomas and Friends. And it was originally British, right? Yeah. yeah. So the that's that's where my research has taken me today. Well, that makes sense because the guy in the movie is British, and he kept calling it Thomas the Tank Engine, which was weird because I always knew it as Thomas the Train. But anyways, he has his little sticker book, and he would like label people characters from Thomas the Tank Engine. So when you said when you brought it up, I assumed you were going to talk about the movie because I just watched it a week ago. And <laughs> no, I went down a whole different rabbit hole. Weird, isn't that weird though? Like. I haven't heard the na- the the title Thomas the Tank Engine in probably twenty five years. Yeah, because I think our kids were too old the- for Thomas, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, me and my kids send it back and forth, but it's always just Thomas memes. Yeah, we don't. We never really did a lot of Thomas, and then I literally hear it twice in the span of ten days. It's really <laughs> bizarre. So I don't. I don't know. So originally, Thomas the Tank Engine. In case. You guys didn't want a history lesson today. You're getting one anyway. Thomas the Tank Engine was written by Wilbert Audrey, who was a British clergyman during World War II. Okay. So, (laughs) there's all these conspiracy theories going around online right now about how it's actually a uh, metaphor or depiction of an authoritarian state they so <laughs> reading through it there's all these like i'll i'll put the link to the the stupid article i don't even know why i'm advertising this i'll put it in the the description of the video all right <laughs> but it was going down the list uh the characters are all disciplined with like public humiliation like yeah like one guy smudgy smudgy or smudger or something like that didn't want to pull his loads anymore Mm -hmm. so they literally took his wheels off and turned him into a generator Mm -hmm. uh so the sir topham hat the fat conductor guy (laughs) they're saying he was portraying a dictator and that Um. he was the authoritarian state um so the trains tried to strike right there's three trains that that tried to hold a strike in one episode Mm mm-hmm Instead of discussing their demands with them, he literally built a wall in front of them, took them off their tracks, built a wall in front of them, and hired scab trains to do their job for them. Yeah, that seems, that seems pretty <laughs> deep for a little kid's train show. The next one that I saw, uh, they are anti-immigrant because there was one episode where there was an Asian train Hero, it's called like a hero helps or heroes here to help or something like that. I think I actually know what you're talking about. And like apparently they just completely shit on Hero the whole episode <laughs> and made him feel like he was inferior to all the other trains. Oh, God. Even though he was just trying to help. Mm. Uh, oh, and sexist because uh, there were only two or three female characters. Mm-hmm. None of them were actual engines. They were all coaches or uh, some other train car attached to. Attached yeah. to and they were all about being vain and, and useless and <laughs> having right. to be pulled along by their men. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, this, this, this went way deeper than I ever wanted it to go. I learned more today about Thomas the Tank Engine than I ever, ever wanted to. Do you feel like now you have to watch it? Like you need to go watch it and like, or or are you not willing to put in that work either? See, so originally there were books 
Okay. So it was originally books, and I definitely do not have the attention span to read a book. Okay. So I'm very much like uh, anti-reading. I will listen to audiobooks, but I do not, I can't like read a book. Why? I've, so I feel like, okay, so last time we talked a little bit, like you think I've got ADHD, right? And I know you do, but okay. yes. <laughs> I don't think you do. I so, know you do. If I'm listening to a book, I can do other things. If I am reading a book, I have to sit down. Like, I can't run and read a book, but I can run and listen to a book. Or you could just sit and read a book. That would, Your activity would be reading the book. That would Sitting, be that's not an activity. It Sorry, an activity. sir. <laughs> <laughs> you ever seen the, uh, the little uh, the meme, the guy that's walking through the library with a megaphone just says, go to the gym. No. <laughs> no. I like books. I wish I had more time to read. I just, I have, like... Even going through school, like, I never cared about, like, sitting down to read a book. Literature. Like, I, <laughs> there, there have been a lot of, I've read books. Yeah. I don't like the act of sitting down to read a book. Well, the whole point is that you can, like, go there in your mind to the, whatever the book is describing, you can get yourself there mentally. And I don't think there's a lot of books, like, I don't know if my imagination's broken, but I don't feel like there's a lot of books that actually, like, capture my imagination. I mean, I don't know. Maybe you're too ADD to let yourself go into the story. Like you start to go into the story, and then you like hear a noise behind you, and then you're you're out. <laughs> then you, you can't you can't be in the story. I get, a, I get a pop up on my screen. Yeah. Like, oh, Thomas <laughs> yeah. the Tank Engine's a Nazi. Yeah, Let's go. Exactly. And you spend seven hours looking into that <laughs> instead of reading a book. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I actually I read the article about Thomas being a. Authoritarian, authoritarian dictator. Did you today. feel like you were on the train tracks with them? Did you feel honestly? Like you were there? Yeah, I felt like <laughs> like I was there, like on the tracks, headed to Auschwitz with them. Oh God! Oh. <laughs> I, I feel like I, yeah. I mean, I can see it now that you say it. It's just it's still blowing my mind how much that movie talked about Thomas the Tank Engine, and then now you're talking about it. Yeah, it's weird how things come back around in circles. I know it is very weird. So. I think you actually put in a little bit of effort this week and, and had <laughs> actually had some topics for me. I did. Yeah, I put it. Well, there were two two things. I'm going to start with the one that I think you're going to be the most passionate about, which is because um, I, I have a lot of conversations with my husband about things. And like it always it's just funny to me to hear like the male perspective on things that we as women think or that you like. Like we we think that you like makeup and when we do our hair and like when we wear tight clothes and come to find out like you don't and you don't care at all so and I don't know if it's just my husband I don't think it is though I think it's pretty much everybody but my husband hates like with a passion like high-waisted pants especially jeans like the whole mom jean hates it now I do wear them sometimes because it's easier to like just pull everything up so then nothing's like cutting right in like your fattest part of your body but I also don't love the way they look but they're easy it's kind of like a cheat like you're just like and pull it up but I, um, I feel like them. they might be the worst trend <laughs> to ever make it back around why do y'all hate them so much what is it is it because they're unflattering is it because I don't think they're flattering at all like I don't yeah and, and again this may just be me and Patrick because we're very similar yeah but I don't think that the high-waisted mom jeans thing is flattering at all. Like, I don't, I, I don't think, I don't think it accentuates the the female body the way that women think it does. So let me ask you because I'm interested so to see. You guys look at yourselves in the mirror from the front and the side, right? Uh, pretty much every way we analyze ourselves in the mirror. All right, but so when you turn around body. in the mirror. You kind of have to twist mm -hmm. to see, right? Mm -hmm. All right. So what that does is that tightens up that piece of fabric on the back of those jeans. Oh, the yeah. So yeah. when you're not doing it, all we see is a target for like spitballs and pieces of paper. Like we can throw <laughs> things in there. There's this little gap at the back that's very easy for us to like fill with marbles, tootsie rolls, whatever, whatever we can throw at you to get oh. in there. All right, well, that's not why I thought you hated them, but that does make <laughs> sense, I guess. I just see everything as a giant arcade game. So let me, but look, okay, so going back to jeans, so you don't like the high-waisted jeans. What do you think is the most, or the, uh, the best 
option for women when it comes to jeans. Like skinny jeans, flare leg jeans, straight leg jeans. All right, we'll go go back to the millennial thing, right? (laughs) So when I was a teen, it's one of those imprint things, right? It's going to be. I know what it's going to (laughs) be. All right, let's let's hear your guess before we go anywhere else. Uh, You're going to like the flared, flared leg, like low, low. Yeah, low, the, rise, low, low rise, low rise flare leg low jeans. Rise flare, flare leg jeans. But you know what's weird is every man that I've ever asked, regardless of their age, that's their answer. Yeah. So why don't we just wear? Well, I know why. I hate low rise because when you have when you've had kids and like you have like like a kid fat little thing, when you wear low rise, it just like hangs over the pants. So for those of us that aren't skinny, we have to like. Well, that's why they're called mom jeans. And I think it's okay for moms to wear them, but yeah. don't expect to be going out and like being your sexiest person <laughs> in the high waist mom jeans. It's they're called mom <laughs> jeans for a reason. I mean, they make higher waisted flare leg jeans, which is what I like to wear, but they're not the low rise. I can't. We can't do low rise. And I, okay, so I think for guys, it comes down to like a a primordial thing, right? So high waist, that's more fabric. Okay. That's more crap we've got to get off. I guess. Like, we're looking, we're all about efficiency, right? That, in in work, home, everything, we're all about efficiency. What's the fastest way to get into a woman's pants? If they're low-rise, there's very little drag. Have you ever tried to drag a carpet across another carpet? No, the absolute worst pants on earth, if you're trying to go for efficiency, are skinny jeans. Oh, 100%. Because those, forget it. I will. Just I will rip a pair of jeans. <laughs> it's the worst. Well, okay. So, all right. I'm gonna I'm gonna take us off in a different direction. That we're okay. still on jeans. Okay. I'm, I'm not going completely off the rails here. Okay. But let's talk about skinny jeans because women have gone back to the high waisted jeans. Mm-hmm. I cannot buy a pair of jeans for me that are not skinny jeans. I grew up, okay, so I grew up with Jinkos, which yeah, we grew up together. I know what you, I know what you probably wore, but I didn't have big legs at the time. I squat four hundred ninety five pounds. I've got decent sized legs. Mm-hmm. Humble brag, right? <laughs> I didn't say five hundred. I said four ninety five. I know I'm not there yet. I can't get jeans that will pull up past my calves. If I buy them off the rack at Walmart or I have to go to like Kohl's and, and get like the, the chinos and stuff. Yeah. Which yeah. I'm not mad at because most of the jeans nowadays look like crap anyway. Well, I will say that with only because I have teenage boys, you have a teenage boy, you know, the the, the baggier jeans are coming back. Because like I know American Eagle has some like of those like 90s style. They're still going to be hard for you because you're your legs are still much larger than like the average male or whatever. But, um, I don't think there's giant, beautiful ass. Uh, I don't don't think there's been a lot of change in like the sizing of pants. It's always like waist and length. And it's like, okay, but there's a lot of other things between your waist and your feet. Like for women, it's a nightmare for me. I can't even explain trying to buy jeans as oh, a woman. I don't, trust me, I've gone with my wife to try to buy jeans. I do not understand y'all's numbering system whatsoever. Well, and it totally depends on How the How do you have one brand. number? Well, yeah, exactly. You have one <laughs> number. And, and every woman is supposedly like 5'9", apparently, because yeah, I'm 5'4", and I have like two feet worth of fabric at the end of my jeans. <laughs> so it's 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 awful. It's, it's an awful... We should write a letter. I don't even know who to, though. Like, Congress. I don't know. No one cares. But that's and that's why a lot of women just wear skinny jeans because we can roll those bad boys up. We can get the size that fits us in our legs and butts. And then they're two feet too long, but we just roll them up. That's why they're always rolled because they're too long. Or we can Is that wear, the reason? Like That's why I do. I would never know. But I can't roll up like flare legs. Then I have to get like platform shoes so that I can wear well, that was the uh, the late 90s, early 2000s. You just walked on them until they fit. Yeah, I mean, I did that too. But we always wear, like, that's why we wear leggings. Because it's like. It's As a man, easier. we're not mad at leggings. I, I get mixed reviews on leggings, though. Some guys are, are. Okay. Not every woman is built for leggings. That's, I, don't, I don't think that's the case. I think that, that there's a big difference in quality of leggings. 
Oh, I would agree with that. So anybody can wear good quality leggings. Not anybody can wear poor quality leggings. Believe me, I know. <laughs> so it's not that anybody can wear. The, the biggest girl out there can wear leggings, but they need to be a little bit higher quality. And I speak from experience, so I'm not saying, like, big <clears throat> girls can't wear leggings because I'm a big girl and are, I wear leggings. Are we talking, like, the TikTok leggings? Uh, I've never tried those. <laughs> I'm, I've, I'm not going to try those. But I just mean, like, you need, you need them thicker and you need them oh, with a little more support. You can't just get, like, the Walmart leggings because they don't have support. They don't have any structure. And it just doesn't do well for the I, body. I told you the, the legging story about the Spartan race, didn't I? I don't think so. I wasn't wearing leggings, but <laughs> so Spartan race, anybody that doesn't know obstacle course racing, uh, you've got obstacles running. There's always a bar bar crawl. Always. Mm-hmm. Not doing it. Um, so apparently there's a lot of women that don't wear underwear with leggings. Um, and some women wear leggings that are too tight. Uh, so when we were going through the bar bar crawl, this one might've been one of the longer ones. I think it was Asheville, uh, long bar bar crawl. If you don't get low enough, you're going to get hit with a piece of, like it's legit bar bar. You're going to get scratched and cut. Well, you can only stretch fabric so much. Mm -hmm. You've seen a water balloon, right? Mm -hmm. So imagine you're crawling through barbed wire and all of a sudden, one pin just boop, and everything just poof, opens up like a water balloon. Aww. And you're on all fours <laughs> with nothing under it. Uh, yeah, that would be so humiliating. And nowhere to go. There's hundreds of people behind you, and there's Poor nowhere to girl. go. Good on her, though. She finished the race I would just roll with her over. ass hanging out. I would have just rolled over and got the mud and stuff on my butt, so at least it's like... <laughs> Covered in something, you know. <laughs> oh, did she? Uh, she did not care. Mm. Just finish the race. I would not do that. I would be done. That would definitely be my <laughs> cue that I'm done and I'm right, not I'm out. for this. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> say less. I'm done. Yeah, I don't know. I, I like leggings. I try not to wear them all the time because I don't know. I feel like it's like a cheat, and so I force myself to wear jeans all the time. If I could get away with le- wearing leggings, I would just wear leggings. I feel like I feel like guys can't just get away with wearing leggings. No, but you guys can wear sweatpants. I mean, it's kind of the, the equivalent. No. Why? We can't just wear sweatpants everywhere. Any, pretty much anywhere that we can wear leggings, you can wear sweatpants. You can I don't, wear I don't think that's Walmart. true, though. You can wear sweatpants to Chili's. You can wear sweatpants. Is that exce- nice, is that acceptable? Well, they have nice sweatpants now too, like like nicer. Quality sweatpants. I don't feel that I, I would wear sweatpants like out in public. To Chili's? You wouldn't wear sweatpants to Chili's? No. Like I'll, I'll wear like a decent pair of joggers or something. But I like there's a difference between joggers and sweatpants. Like you're talking like sweat, like gray sweatpants. like. But they could be like a, high, like a higher quality sweatpant. Like, you know, they look nicer. A lot of people wear them. They look really nice. Especially if it's like has like a matching hoodie or a matching... Um, like zip up jacket, you know, like a little suit. So like we're bringing back track suits. Oh, I love a track suit. Like the Adidas, like John Jonathan Davis corn track suit. Be like a regular thing for men to wear track suits. <laughs> Not to like fancy places, but like yeah, like, like chilies or like all the kids nowadays think that like Yay was like the big thing for Adidas with Yeezys. Mm-hmm. No, no, Jonathan Davis did more for Adidas than anybody ever. Who's Jonathan Davis? The lead singer of Corn. Oh. Yeah, I'm not a big corn fan, so I know I can see him now that you say it, and I can see the little yeah, like the suit, corn yeah, the little like they even thing. had like the the shirt, the corn shirts yeah, with over Adidas. Yeah, I still see those, the ones that like yeah. have the corn across the yeah. Yeah, I wasn't a big corn fan. Our, our music, we can't talk about music because it's just going to be a fight, and I don't want to. No, we can talk about music. No, I don't think we should talk about. I music. think, as a matter of fact, I think that's my next topic. Ugh. I saw a video today of. <laughs> An amateur wrestler that was dressed up like Michael Jackson, and he literally moonwalked a guy into a suplex. Well, that's good. He was honoring him. At least he's good at something. (laughs) Because Michael Jackson sucks as a singer and songwriter. He does not. And I can guarantee you that if if we have five people that listen to this, at least four of them will disagree with you. I bet. 
If not all five, at least four of them will disagree with you. You are in the minority. Everyone loves Michael Jackson. I don't care. Do we um, want? Do we want to put money on this? Sure. I'd do a hundo. Ah, uh, I don't know about a hundred. I was thinking maybe like twenty. Okay, twenty bucks. Twenty bucks. All right. If we get five comments that say Michael Jackson was a good singer. No, that they like Michael Jackson. Okay, that they like Michael Jackson. That they don't think he was crap. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Five, that's all we have to get? Yeah. Can people comment? I don't even know how. Yeah, you can oh, com- okay. you can comment on YouTube okay. videos. Okay. Because we're, we're on YouTube. We're on uh, Spotify. We're on all of them. Okay. Well, I love him. So I'm not going to, I don't want any negativity. You can read them. Oh, I'm not I want, reading them. I want all the negativity. I'm not going to do it. Give me all the garbage on Michael Jackson. I don't Jackson. care. I'm not going to listen to it. I don't care. You can tell me anything. It's not going to make me love him any less. <laughs> it's just not. It is what it is. I love him. All right. So what was, what was next on your list? Um, I, I like this Mary list. Uh, well, kind of on the same topic um, with the high-waisted jeans. So I was thinking about, I always think, I don't know why, I always think about if, like, my husband dies, what what would I do? Like, how would I? Because, like, I'm young. How often are you picturing him dying? No. <laughs> I just think about, like. Patrick, I got your back. Oh, no, he knows. I talked to him about it. But you and I both got married really young. I didn't really date a lot. I had a high school boyfriend. I was single for, like, eight months, and then I got engaged and got married. Yeah. So I didn't date. And I definitely didn't date like how people date now with all the apps and the... The random hookups? I just... If I had to date right now, if I had to be single right now, I don't know what I would do because I don't know how to do any of it. I I definitely wouldn't be comfortable like talking to someone that I never met. I don't know. I just wouldn't be able to do it. But the main thing I wouldn't be able to do is like how these women look now for dates, like with their makeup and all the contouring and the... And the eyelashes and the... I never learned how to do regular makeup. Like, in middle school, I never learned how to, like, put on foundation or, like, obviously, I don't know how to do makeup. I never have. And now it's elevated to, like, freaking professional-level makeup artist. You, every you've freaking girl You've seen the TikTok is. ones, right? The, oh, yeah. The complete scam artists on TikTok. But, you know, I, I, I appreciate what they do because it's, like, truly a skill. I don't know how to do it. I don't want to know how to do it because... Uh, I can't imagine the look on a dude's face if he knew me as one way and then I take it all off and he's just like horrified. Like, what do you do? Like, you're, you're four dates in. So, you, like, tonight's the night. You're face down in the pillow. All of a sudden, you pick your head up and it's just smeared off. You look like Freddy Krueger. Like, what would you do if, like, what would I do? Yeah. I would throw her out a window. <laughs> What happened? Your face melted. But you have to know going into it that that's not real, right? Like you, like that they just understand. I don't know I don't because know, I'm not I don't in know. this world. Of, I don't know. Like some of it looks so real, it's crazy. It, it's unbelievable what they but can it, but do. But at least it's the, it's on camera. Like I don't know that I've actually seen one of these people face to face. You know what I mean? But how would I know? Maybe they're that good. I don't even know. Yeah, I mean, it looks... Maybe the 18-year-old girl that made my coffee earlier is actually a 45-year-old woman. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Not there. I know. I think I know who you're talking about. She's super pretty, just normally. But, and that's another thing, too. The whole the whole thing, the whole, like, like contouring makeup, eyelashes, lip filler, Botox, the all of it, I just don't believe that it's really for men. So... <clears throat> Well, I agree there. Like, I, I don't think it's for men. I think it, but again, men do the same thing. Like, you know, we shave our chest, shave our back, get our, go to the barber, get our, our beard and hair done. Like it, if, if it makes you feel better, cool. You know, hundred percent. I think the makeup thing might be taking it to a different level though. Cause I think that's like, just that's advertising a, a temporary product. Like if, if you go and, uh, you know, let, let's say a, a young woman wants to go and, and get, uh, Breast augmentation. She, she's got A cups, and she she feels like she would feel better if she had a C cup. Right. I don't see an issue with that, right? Like that. If that makes her feel better, and I'm all I'm all about making people feel better about themselves, right? Yeah. That's one reason we we open the gym, we help people get fit, and all right. that stuff. Like, if if it makes you feel better, more power to you. I don't think the makeup thing like that's. I don't know. Like I'm kind of on the fence with that. Do you feel like that it's making them feel like their natural face isn't good enough? 
I, I really do. Yeah. I think I think that what it's doing is it's it's really diminishing a lot of the young girls. Here we go, getting serious again on the back half. <laughs> I, I feel like it's it's making a lot of the young girls like really doubt. Uh, you know, I've, I've got a you've got all boys. I have all boys. I've, yeah. I've got a, a daughter. She's about to turn eighteen, um, and it, it. You know, we we've gone through that that talk about you know don't believe everything that's on the internet. Right. Like your your worth on social media is not your actual worth, and that's not what you need to base your self esteem on. Yeah, and it. It really is hard for these girls that, you know, they're on Instagram all day. I mean, Stephen and uh, Stephen's daughter uh, mm-hmm. going through some of that stuff. You know, she's mm-hmm. on TikTok all day long seeing these girls with the makeup yeah. and the dancing and all this other stuff. Yeah. And and teenagers are at a very vulnerable age where th- that imprint lasts, mm-hmm. right? You know, just like me with the Jinko jeans. I think I should always be wearing Jinko jeans. Uh, I mean, some of these girls. You can if you want to, but... I don't know. I feel like it's a safety hazard. <laughs> You're trip down the stairs. Oh, I was I was like deep into the Jinko where I had like the thirty inch bottom jeans. Oh my like God, I, I could put a skateboard in my back pocket. Mm-mm, I can't. But yeah, but I don't know with the makeup thing. I just one, it makes me feel, it makes me feel stupid because I don't know how to do it. And so when I'm when I do go out with girls like a girls' night, I feel I automatically feel eighty years old because I don't look. I, I mean, I look old because I don't know how to look younger. So I just, this is what I look like. And so I feel old. And then, you know, it's just such a, um, it's such a drastic difference. It's like, this is just my face without anything on it. This is it. And then you have like this perfectly, like beautifully made up face sitting right next to you. It's just like, see, but I feel okay. like guys can see through that though. Like I, I feel like I could see through that. I don't. If if I walk up to a girl and like she's got a flake falling off of her forehead, like I feel like I feel they like they do a better job than that. That <laughs> they look so good, and I don't know. I guess it's just it's. I know that they're not doing it for men because I know men don't care. So I know they're doing it either. They're probably doing it for other women because typically everything we do. So I heard a story. Not, not to cut you off, yeah, but yeah. I heard a story about. Uh, Similar thing with guys, like, you know, we, we work out and we, we do bodybuilding and, and put on all this muscle. Women don't really care about it. Is that true? I, I don't think so. I think that most women... Like, what I, what I hear is that guys only want a six-pack to show off to other guys. No. Girls... I don't, I don't know. Girls are kind of shallow when it comes to that kind of stuff. We so my like, wife has been lying to me? We like... She thinks my dad bod... <laughs> We don't mind a dab by week, but we like to see that you're that you're strong, that you're physically, that you could like take somebody out if we need you to. Like if you can protect us, and you can. I feel like even a fat guy could like hold somebody down and lay on him. Not if he's out of breath and he can't no, catch true. him. You know what I mean? Like you want. They don't necessarily. My husband's not not built, but he's. He's like wiry, like he's like I know he could take somebody. I feel down. like he's very slippery, like he would just slip. Yeah, and slide. he would, and he's fast, so he's definitely going to catch you. And then I don't know what he's going to do after that, but <laughs> but he's not. I think women just want want we do we do appreciate a body. It doesn't have to be perfect because we like a wide variety of bodies. We like you know thinner guys that you know have like more of that kind of. Um, I'm trying to think of a celebrity that has that physique, that like kind of slim. I can't think of anything. Oh, like, like oh, a Tom uh, Holland or something uh, like Doctor that? Strange. Oh, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah, kind of like that. That kind of thin. I can't believe but, you just but, made me say that online. <laughs> I wasn't going to say <laughs> But his his kind of thin, but built. He's really built later, but earlier he wasn't super built. Yeah. Or, and then, like, we also like the kind of dad bod, like the Chris, Chris Pratt. Again, when he was in So um, are we community. basing all women's fantasies off of Marvel characters now? I didn't even mean to do it. I was thinking about, you know, when he was in Community and he was like kind of like, <laughs> um, not Community, he was uh, in Parks and Rec. Yeah, Parks and Rec. And he was kind of like, yeah. you know, and of course now he's like ripped. But before he was doing Guardians of the Galaxy and stuff, he was just like kind of a normal, but you could tell he could like hold his own if yeah. he needed to. We like a wide variety. We don't. See, like, and I think that goes the other way too. Like I think women constantly try to make themselves up a certain way not realizing that guys don't really care like i think i think they are doing it for themselves or to try to impress other women because i mean that don't get me wrong there's some guys out there that they care but i I think that's just like anything like you're going to have those outliers that they will only go one direction whereas like i you know but 
I feel like men do have more of a type, though. Like, not not that it's all the same, but like, whereas women, we we might date somebody skinny, we might date somebody fat, we might date somebody short, might date somebody tall. But I feel like men kind of stick to a. Is that true, or is that just how we feel? I know. So a lot of the men that I talk with don't really have. I mean, they have a preference, right? So they they may have a preference, but our type is more based on personality. Hmm. Right. We want a complimentary personality. Um, you know, uh, early, early, so early on, uh, you know, when, when I got married, I was super young, uh, but I was, came from a, a bad household, super angry all the time. Angie is, you know, complete 180 from that. She was, came from a good house, uh, you know, bubbly, nice. Uh, all that kind of stuff. And, and we were a very good yin and yang. Mm-hmm. Um, and now as she gets older, she's a little bit more grumpy. But <laughs> um, but I, I think, you know, we all change a little bit with age. But it's still a, a very good complementary personality. Yeah. I, just, I think you and Patrick are very complementary. Like, oh, absolutely. Uh, it's a, a yin and yang is a real thing. Like, it's not uh, – I don't, I don't think everybody just sticks, sticks to one path. You – and as as people grow and change, you know their their type or, or complementary personality may change. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, because I don't know that could, that could lead us into another topic. But I don't know if you want to get into. Go it. ahead. It's not on my list, but it is one of my like pet peeve type thing. Not even a pet peeve, just something I think is outrageous. So, when's the last time you had to be a part of a wedding? Do you remember? Have you uh, been a part of any weddings? Yeah, the. <laughs> I think the last one that I was actually a part of <laughs> might have been the most fun wedding I've ever been to. Oh, I know which one you're talking about. <laughs> okay, well, that, that's, a, that's a rare, that's, that's not a normal situation. It, it definitely was not normal. <laughs> but that was a fun one for you. So what my thing is, is I feel like it's gone, it's, it's out of control. Like oh, the, it's way out of control. It's unbelievable. Like now, so we've had... We've been uh, in so many weddings and crap over the last probably five years. They they get engaged, which is like this huge, ridiculous thing. Then they expect an engagement party, which I had never heard of until. Is that a thing now? It's, apparently. It's just stupid. Another reason to spend money and yeah. give gifts that the people don't need because they've been living together for who knows how long. Living in sin. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> then you still have your showers, like your bridal showers and stuff. And now, instead of, like, a bachelor weekend or bachelorette weekend, they have, like, destination trips out of the country for a bachelorette party where they want you to spend, like, thousands of dollars to fly to Mexico. For, and it's just – and then you have all of the regular wedding expenses that you would have if you're, you know, part of a wedding, buying your dress and paying for your hair and your makeup and all that kind of stuff. It is – it's gone crazy. I don't know what is happening. I don't know why – I think all of that stuff has gone crazy, though. Like, you've got gender reveal parties now. Oh, like, that wasn't even a thing 10 reveal. years ago. Yeah, it's it's insane. All, all of it is crazy. But what bothers me the most about weddings, and I don't know because I, I haven't looked at any statistics. So you need to tell me. But I have a feeling the divorce rate is just going up. And yet, I also have a feeling that the cost of weddings is going up. So I don't understand why we're not, like changing something and or, or why why are we still spending like a hundred thousand dollars on a wedding and you only have like a 40 percent chance like, of making it i typed in current div and it was like the fourth one down current divorce rates yeah um they're actually at a 50-year low well, maybe, maybe that's the trick. Maybe, maybe spending you, more money. Yeah, yeah it's you invest a, your life savings, so you're less likely to uh, to get divorced because you've already put. Yeah, so it's down to fourteen point nine percent. Nice. Yeah. Well, maybe that's it. Maybe they had to make it so expensive, so everyone would they're like pot committed, literally pot committed at this point. Yeah. They're like, well, we're so broke. We, we spent three hundred thousand dollars on our wedding. I guess we have to stay together <laughs> forever now. Maybe that was the trick. Hey, you know whatever works. Well, I'm sick of it. I want to be any more weddings. I'm gonna tell. Anybody, none of my friends listen to this, but if they did, if you I'm get talking divorced, about you, Sandra. If you get divorced, I'm not doing it again. So no. Okay, so what's the protocol on this? All right, so if somebody gets married, mm-hmm. gets divorced, mm-hmm. and is getting married again, 
do you have to do all that crap again? I mean, it's up to them if they ask you to. Some. But what kind of an asshole is going to ask you to do all that again? It was their oh, fault plenty, they, they lost their first of one. assholes will ask you to do it again. <laughs> oh, yes. It's like, so, so, and, sorry, you didn't work out the first time. Why is this on me? Here's what kills me. We had some people, and I'm going to say who, that got married. They had both been married previously. They got married together in their 60s, okay? Both of these people are in their 60s getting married. No problem. You want to have a wedding. That's fine. It's cute. A little dumb, but whatever if you want to do it. They wanted the full thing. Well, your stance on like full weddings is a little bit different than most people's anyway. You're, I don't think either of us are like hopeless romantics. No, I think go to the courthouse, have a nice dinner. That's a wrap. Yeah. But and they wanted to do like the bridesmaids, the groomsmen, all of this. Remember, they're in their 60s, okay, and they've already been married before. What sent me over the edge is they had a registry. Please tell me how you are 60 years old and you still don't have (laughs) pots and pans, (laughs) freaking plates and cups. Like, what the actual... I lost it. I was like, this is the dumbest thing I have ever seen in my life. What 60-year-old needs home goods... Which is what a registry is for. Is yeah, to you don't, like have, set you don't up still your have home. your Tupperware containers from the 1980s? And not only. Those were the good Tupperware containers. Are they both 60? They both had their own homes. So you have double the amount of shit that most people have. And you have a freaking registry. Well, if they were both divorced before, they only had 25% of the stuff. But they have been there. divorced for a long time. Plenty of time to reaccumulate <laughs> their stuff. Oh, I lost it. I was like, this is, I, and I refused to go to the wedding because of that. Because of the registry, it sent me over the edge and I went See, I feel it. like there should be like divorce showers. Because if you're losing half of your stuff, you should be able to recoup that through your friends. That's very true. I mean, that to me would make more sense than having yeah. a second wedding shower. Yeah. Yeah, because you lose. That's what I'm saying. Like, if, if now I've, I've got to split up. Like, I've only got you know twelve plates total. Now I'm down to six. I don't know that. Like, they, what am I supposed I don't to know do? That they divide that detailed in a divorce. I don't. Are I you would. sure? Oh, I would mark every single thing in the house that I paid I feel for. Like, I, I feel like it. you're one of the ones that, like, I would tape a line down the house and cut it in half. It wouldn't with a even saw. be half. It would literally be anything that I, because, you know, we have separate money. So anything that I paid for. We're going to talk about this on a future I'm podcast, taking. too. This whole separate bank account thing. I've had a discussion with like four people today about it, and everybody has a different method of doing it. I, I like our method, and, and it's it's not probably the most. Uh, <laughs> well, so we're going to save this topic okay. for a future one because <laughs> okay. it, I have a feeling we could go down that one for like 30 minutes on its Probably, own. Probably, yeah. Because, I, again, the people that I've talked to, like it's it's everybody does it a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Me, I'm simple. Like we got one account and like she just handles everything. Mm-hmm. She could be robbing me blind and I don't even know. Yeah, no. You know I don't care. As long as I've got money for my coffee, I'm good. Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm, no, it's all separate. So... All right, I'm going to go ahead and tell the story about the wed- my, the last wedding that I was oh, in. Oh, yeah, 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 that's a good one. this might have been the most fun that we ever had at a wedding. We um, is a good friend of mine. that uh, She had worked with me for, for years, and uh, we got to be really good friends outside of work. Um, she finally decided to settle down uh, with her fiancé and... Uh, invited us to their wedding well they they were having kind of a destination wedding but it was you know up in blue ridge or uh, dahlonega georgia so they were like okay we're, we're getting a cabin you know everybody you know just pay for your own room in the cabin it was a big like party cabin mm-hmm. like we we get there and our room is two stories it's got a jacuzzi in the room like nice. i'm like damn like we look like this is going to be the best weekend ever mm-hmm. so we go out to um we were there, I think, a day early or something, and they were having a little get-together that night. Turns out we were not only the only straight couple there, also the only white people there Nice. at uh, my black lesbian helper's uh, party. Mm-hmm. And it was the most fun. I don't think I've ever been danced on as much <laughs> in my entire life. Um Pocket beers was a thing. Uh, literally, uh, Mel, uh, whose wedding we were at, she uh, every she had a person, and their responsibility was to make sure that Mel always had an extra beer in her back pocket. So Mel <laughs> would pull out one, pop it open, and then slide the next one in. I'm like, man, this is awesome. <laughs> so the next day um, at the at the rehearsal, 
uh, we're we're standing up there at the uh, altar, and they're going through all the movements and everything. Blah blah blah. You know, so and so is going to walk down the aisles. Blah blah blah. And they go, and at this time, we're going to pause for the interpretive dance mime. I I didn't know if that was just a thing that straight white people don't do, or if that was like maybe that's just a thing that only Mel and Stephanie do. Um, but we didn't actually get to see the interpretive dance mime at the time. So this was still going to be a surprise on the wedding day for all of us. Okay. So <laughs> come wedding day, we're standing up there and uh, everybody walks down the aisle. The music starts playing and this literal mime, black and white, with shirt, face, face pa- black and white face paint, starts doing interpretive dance down the aisle, throwing flowers in the air. Nice. And I'm like, jaw on the floor. <laughs> like, I I know everybody was looking at the mime, but I felt like everybody was looking at me staring at the mime. Yeah. It was the craziest thing I've ever been a part of, but probably also the most fun. Yeah. So Mel shows up. Her tuxedo is a crushed blue velvet jacket. Nice. Like... Dude, she they put it on. It was it was awesome. But yeah, probably the most fun wedding I've ever been to. Yeah. And that's what I mean. I've been to some fun weddings. I don't hate all weddings. I've been to some really great weddings. We've had some friends with some really great weddings. But um I don't know, I just think I just feel like it's getting out of control with the, the extra stuff. It's oh, just it, insane. I but. feel like everything's everybody talks about how broke everybody is, but we're we're gonna throw four gender reveal parties for your same baby. Like and we don't care. The whole gender reveal thing, it's like just say it. But you know what makes me mad is I actually want to know. Like, that's what makes me so mad is, like, when they – like, I watch the stupid videos, and I'm like, why am I watching? I don't even know these people. Why am I watching this? Why do I care what's going to pop out of you? It, uh, but, no, that, I was going to say, that brings me back to my favorite toy as a child, the, my, the puppy surprise, my favorite toy on earth, best toy ever made. But it was kind of the same thing. Like I just wanted. This to, is going to be a disturbing conversation. No, it's not. The pu- everyone knows what a puppy surprise. If you're a girl, born probably from '85, probably to '95. I'll let you give your description, and then I'll give my description. So, puppy surprise. They had puppy surprise. They had kitty surprise. Horsey surprise. All kinds of surprises. But it's an animal, a stuffed animal, and the belly is Velcro, and you open the belly and you pull out the babies. And you never knew how many babies you were going to get. So part of the surprise is how many, because you could get like, I think it was like two, three, or four. Did you ever have gender reveal parties for your puppy surprise? Well, I didn't because it wasn't a thing. But I always, so you knew their gender because they had a bow. And they had a a pink bow for girls, a blue bow for boys. So it was super exciting because, one, you couldn't wait to see how many you got. You couldn't wait to see the gender of what you got. And they usually look different. So like... Like, my, my original one that I wish I would have kept it, I'm so upset that I lost that, or I gave it away or sold it at a yard sale. It was a dog, and it was, like, a brown and black and white dog. <clears throat> so the puppies were all different. One of them was, like, solid white. One of them was, like, brown, black, and white. One of them was, like, just brown and black. And then I think the other one was just brown. So it was, like, super exciting because you never knew what you were going to get. Still my favorite toy I've been asking for one for Christmas for a decade. Still have not gotten Santa one. Santa hasn't brought you one nope. yet? I have bought three myself. The problem is, for some reason now, I can't find puppy surprise. I find unicorn surprise, llama surprise, which is the one I have currently. <laughs> and uh, there's, like, other weird surprises, but I just want, like, the regular puppy surprise that looks like a doll. Do they have, like, a people surprise? No, but that one wouldn't be as fun because... So this is literally a stuffed animal. You rip it open and scoop out its tiny offspring. Yeah, they're ready to be born, yeah. (laughs) But they're not ready to be born because you basically just gave this dog a C-section. That's all right. I have three of them. I'm fine. (laughs) (laughs) It's fine. She recovers. You just Velcro it back together. And then we don't want to lose the puppies, the babies, like... Yeah, you just kid. shove them back in? I shove them back in because I shared a room. I shared a room. I shared a room with my older sister 
for like half of it. And then when she moved to the basement, they finished the basement. I shared a room with my little sister. So I shared a room for most of my life. Do you ever life. play like mix up? You put like the llama surprise inside the puppy no, surprise? No, I never. Now, llama surprise is new. That's what I currently have. But the original, like back when I was a kid, puppy surprise. Did you ever put like cats inside of your dog? And no, I never got a kitty surprise. But my best friend growing up, my best friend Candace. Did you ever play this with real animals though? No. Okay. No. Okay. <laughs> oh, whoa. Whoa. <laughs> no. No, but that doesn't remind me of a story. My Oh, good. My boys, we lived with my parents for a little while when we first moved back from Columbus. And my boys were little. And I think they were like three and four. Did you find one? See how expensive they are? Is that like on eBay? I'm sorry. I'm just a, oh, my I'm sorry. God. I'm sorry. <laughs> Anyways. You get my wife looking for them <laughs> off camera? What in the hell? I'm sorry. All right. So we were at my parents' house. My parents live in the country. They used to their old house. My boys were little. I think they were like three and four or somewhere around that age. So they came running in screaming they found a snake. So we were like, good snake or bad snake? And they're like, I think it's a bad snake. Because we had taught them about like black snakes versus brown snakes and trying to. Because Patrick's an Eagle Scout. Patrick, yeah, my husband's an Eagle Scout. And, and mainly we just wanted him to know what a copperhead was. Because honestly, that's our biggest threat down here is a yeah. copperhead. Um, and sure enough, it was a copperhead. So Patrick went out and killed it. And when he, um, you know, he cut its head off or whatever with a shovel. Well, then he, I guess the first You're gonna time. You're going to get canceled by PETA. You're supposed to rescue the copperheads. Well, it was, oh, they're really going to hate this. It gets worse. <laughs> oh, good. When he first hit it, he missed the head and hit it kind of on his body. And then he hit the head and cut the head off. So once we moved the head away, the kids were playing with the the body of the snake. Well, I noticed where he had hit the body, there was something like in, in there. It just looked kind of weird, this thing like kind of hanging out. And I was like, what is that? So I got down there and like dug a little bit and pulled out. It was like a sack with a baby in it. I was literally 20-something years old when I learned that not all snakes um, lay eggs. Wait, I'm I'm 36. Do not all snakes lay eggs? No, they don't. They give live birth. Copperheads give live birth. Really? And it was literally like like a little sack, like an amniotic sack with a little baby snake in it. And th- so then I cut the rest of her stomach open because I wanted to see, and there were tons of them. So you had snake surprise. It was. It was a real life snake surprise, but they were all dead. So, <laughs> which I mean, my puppy surprise weren't alive either. <laughs> Thankfully. <laughs> oh, God. But it was the craziest thing because I had never, I never knew that. I'm just now learning of this. I mean, I didn't really research it, but that's what it was. So I'm assuming. You didn't have, read this in one of your books? No. I probably should fact check that before I say it, that they have live <laughs> birth, but I'm pretty sure they do because it was like a full. Uh oh. <laughs> She poke yourself in the no, eye. No, my eyelashes. My real eyelashes are like. <laughs> oh, this is not one of your going, extensions. No, going in my eye. But anyways, yeah, it looked like a. It looked just like a little amniotic, like sack. It was crazy. So I guess that yeah, it was kind of like real life. Real life snake copperhead surprise. surprise. <laughs> nice. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, we're good. right at an hour in. Ah, that's good. See? That was fast. Was yeah. it? Was it good? I was much more comfortable this time. Good. I like having Angie here. I feel like that helps me. So she can do all your research off screen. Yeah. Was that right? <laughs> Did you research that live birth part? It was right. Okay, good. I'm pretty sure. I was like, it has to be. I saw it for myself. Oh, so now we have a show producer, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> what is in my eye? All right, cool. Uh, we're out. <laughs> <laughs>